thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, well, thank you for asking. Yeah. yeah. So we have Bobby Joy and Ryan Crowell. Crow, 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 yeah, Crow, okay, whatever, AKA Crow, Um, and yeah, the reason I wanted to invite them is uh, they actually spent some time training together. So Bobby originally trained Ryan, and um, so I thought that was a really cool, cool duo. Um, But to start off with, I'd just like to ask each of you, what was life like before Newsbomb? Where were you like born and raised? Uh, you want to go first? Want to go yeah, first? age before beauty. All right, <laughs> I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised in Chapin, Illinois. I grew up on a family farm. Uh, went to a very small school. Uh, lived the farm life. Okay. And uh, it was a small farm, so as I was coming up through thinking I was going to be able to you know, take over the farm and whatnot, uh-huh. Dad kind of leaned a little bit more towards, you know, go learn and work for somebody else because, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be tiny by the time you know, my age comes around to take over because everything's big corporate farms uh, and, okay. and lots of acres and whatnot. So that's a work And you, you have siblings? I've got one brother. Uh, he, he passed away a couple years ago mm-hmm. in a motorcycle wreck. Okay. That, uh, he was going to take, you know, be the one to take over. And that's when <clears throat> kind of understood that, you know, it's farming's not what it used to be. Okay. You know, it's, it's not a mom and pop thing anymore. It's like the mom and pop stores are going out of business because of Walmarts. Oh. Yeah. Small farmers are going out of business because of big farmers mm. and getting bought out and whatnot. But but that was good because growing up on a farm gave me the work ethic to go out and learn other skills sure. to get me where I'm at today. Yeah. And, yeah. So who runs your farm now? Well, it's cash rented out to a bigger farmer. It's one of our neighbors. Okay. It's still in the name. We just don't do all the work. You know? Okay. Because actually dad's in a pretty good deal. He just sits back and gets paid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Okay. And what about, yeah, what about you, Ryan? Um, I grew up here, actually. Okay. Um, I was born in Kiwani, Henry County, I think, in 87. A couple years later, my mom and dad moved down here at the Fixer Upper House and okay. lived on the south end of Bloomington, went to Bloomington High School. Wow. And then uh, just kind of putzed around the jobs around the area, you yeah. know. Didn't really go to school for anything, you know, a sure. formalized school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and got uh, EMT certification, joined the fire department, uh, went up to Peoria, and uh, did run around on there for uh, pretty close to 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, the son was born, and I just decided, you know, that I didn't want to do that life. It was getting to be pretty dangerous up there on the streets in Peoria. So I wanted to make sure that every day I woke up, I could at least legitimately tell myself that, you know, I'll be back to my family. Yeah. So... Me and Bobby have had this conversation before, you know, you go out and do a dangerous road at like truck driving. You know? Yeah. It, it is dangerous, but, yeah. you know, it's to me, in my mind, I rationalize it by it's a little bit just less dangerous. Like <laughs> just, just a little bit yeah. further away from the ledge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh. In fact, last yeah. weekend you were coaching my oldest son about, because he's wanting to be an yeah. firefighter, so. Yeah. Give Crow a call, he'll tell you the good and the bad. Yep, oh. I'll tell you everything you want to know, whether or not you want to hear it. So. so how many children do each of you have? I've got two. Two boys? Two boys. Two boys. Yeah. Uh, I just got one son. He's one seven. Uh, I was going to say, are they friends? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> hey, we would be friends with a seven-year-old, I guess. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> says he can't. My son, the youngest one would probably be cool with it. Yeah. Well, whatever, man. He's only 13. <laughs> My son likes meeting yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, what what led you into into driving, Bobby? Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, I was working construction. I was partners with my uncle in a construction business. And uh, my father, he's snowbirds. He goes down to Florida on the weekends. So I was over at his house mowing the yard, or on the weekends. On the yeah, winter. I'm like, wait a second. On the you just do I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till I get there. <laughs> Every weekend. Yeah. I was over uh, maintaining his yard, and I had my truck parked in the driveway, and I went to go get my truck to grab my ear pods so I could listen to some music going yeah. down, you know, mowing the yard. And I got hit by a car. My two oh, young no. kids hot riding around the neighborhood went lost control and came up through his yard and pinned me in between my uh, rocker panels and the bumper of the car and ended up broken, uh, breaking both of my legs. Oh, no. Uh, this right one completely and then the left one was just, you know, fractured. And I was out for 16 weeks and couldn't work. And I finally got healthy enough to come back and go to work. And my uncle, which was basically my boss, was like, 
everything's so slow right now and you've been gone we've kind of moved on without you how about uh-huh. if i can buy you out on what you own of the company and you know do what you got to do yeah that's when i looked at the wife and i was like well might as well try trucking you know grew up on a farm driving farm equipment and trucks my whole life might as well try this as a career and see how it goes oh my so that's how i stepped into to being a truck driver okay and you didn't start at new spawn did you no that's back when uh, actually i went to a, a 20-day class to re basically re-educate myself on the new logs from when i had a cdl when i was younger to now and over in springfield and that's when new spawn was you had to have a year's experience to work here yep and one of the instructors over there was a prior driver at new spawn mm-hmm. and the way he talked everything up like well that's my goal oh. so i ended up I drove for Snyder for exactly a year, <laughs> plus two weeks, and two week notice, <laughs> and, and, and done. <laughs> in fact, uh, my two or my year was up in November. Yeah. That September, I pulled over on the side of the road, threw my hazard or threw my cones out or yeah. triangles out and everything, and called Tn. And she hired me on the spot just north of New York City <laughs> because <laughs> I was that done. <laughs> but yeah, that was my goal: get my year done and get in the door at Newsbaum as immediately as wow. possible. So but, how many years has it been? I've been with Newsbaum five years driving for seven or six, six and a half. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And not counting the farm stuff, which I don't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when um, you got hit by the by the kids, did they like stop and check on you? <laughs> the, the driver ran and the uh, passenger jumped over in the driver's seat and backed off me in the truck. And then tried to run in the car, but the front end of the car was so damaged, the bumper ended up underneath the car. Oh. And luckily, a, a young kid down the road saw what happened. He hopped in his car and came over and blocked him and held the dude down on the ground while he called the police and the ambulance and everything. Oh. So they ended up getting caught. Yeah. Do they, like, ever apologize to you or No, anything? never saw him again. Oh. That's... Heard a lot from their attorneys and their insurance company. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Mm. During those weeks where you were out, too, like, how did you pass the time away? Two broken legs. I sat on my easy chair quite a bit and uh, didn't have to do any house chores. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and played with my bulldog. And that's when <laughs> sat on my lap and kept me company while the wife was working, yeah. keeping the house running. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what, what about you? How did – so you were an EMT. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how did you, how did you get to New Spawn? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest no. with you. No, I was, no, honestly, it kind of just <laughs> fell into my lap. Uh, when I decided to go to CDL school, um, we've done it with a different company, and was one of those young and dumb, I didn't know what I was getting into, okay. and I didn't have anybody that was a friend or family member that drove that could yeah. educate me and say, no, 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 don't do it this way, you know, go here and do it like this. Because yeah. I would have went to Heartland and then immediately started here. Mm-hmm. That would have been exactly what I did. Yeah. But... I didn't have that guidance at the time and had to, you know, find my own way in the dark. Um, so yeah, I, I worked for a different other mega carrier company and mm-hmm. absolutely hated it. It oh. was it was awful. Yeah. You know, I'll not name drop, so I don't want to yeah, get sued for slander. Fine. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I, I did that and I was like, you know what? I grew up in Bloomington. Everybody knows who Newsbomb is. Sure. You know, I'll give them a call. At the time, I hadn't lived in Bloomington for. Five or six years, probably seven, maybe, and I didn't know that you guys had built this big, massive, you know, lodge inn and bed and <laughs> breakfast out here. You yeah, know, <laughs> I had no clue. Nice. Yeah, I had no clue. You know, I had no reason to come down here. Yeah. And last I knew, you guys were just down the road. Uh, where was it? Estes is that? Yeah, I think it is. So yeah. Please. So as far as I knew, so I went there the first time. I'm like, wait a second, this is not, you know, this is not them. Yeah. And I just want to get some idea of where they're at, and then I'll I'll call them and see what the process is, but. I was actually in uh, Metropolis, Illinois, when I saw another driver that was doing a dedicated run uh-huh. uh, for GE down Louisville. And I stopped and I talked to him. Mm. I was like, hey, man, you know, I, I grew up in Bloomington. Uh, you know, can you tell me about the company? Is it still as good as I once remember? I've been told since I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, man, that's great. You know, I have no idea who this guy was. Yeah. And I wish I did because I, I, you know, <laughs> hey, thanks, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I have no Probably clue. so, too, so you can get that referral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he had, you know, nothing but great things to say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, that, that sealed the deal. And, and I'm going to call. I don't care who I talk to as long yeah. as somebody will get me taking those steps, you know, to, to, to be working here. Mm-hmm. And I end up talking to Joe. 
and uh, you know he worked really well with me and you know I, I wanted to be honest and give two weeks notice to my last company and sure. you know do everything I had to do that was right yeah and I finally got down to uh, Phoenix Arizona and I've been trying to get home for the last you know probably four or five weeks at this point of this other company yeah and I think they had some idea that I was kind of fishing around yeah and they just kept me out kept me out kept me out uh, and me and Joe had worked out and I was like hey you know get that that truck turned over to a terminal that's out there and then we'll Uber you to the airport and we'll fly you back here on our dime. Mm-hmm. I was like, what, man, that's, that's weird, you know? <laughs> like, who does that? Like, I haven't even been hired yet, you know, who does yeah. that? News Palm was going to. They, they were they were so set up to do it. And uh, I finally got that, that load home and, uh, you know, I legitimately turned in the truck down to Lincoln, Illinois and uh, they had a recovery, come out and get it. Everything was cush with them and the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. So wow. I'm not really sure what led me here. Other than, you know, <laughs> I just grew up in the area. Yeah. I actually used to mow Tilly's grass when I was a kid. Okay. Yep. Yeah. For me those dad, that brother. don't know yep. who Tilly is, that is um, Alden's wife. So founder's yep. wife. Yep. Mowed her grass. And she never let me or my brother actually do the work. She always made my dad. And then she would always bring us into like her sunroom oh. and make us cookies and bread and muffins. Yeah. yeah. She was the sweetest old lady. Oh. She was awesome. We loved, we loved going out to her house. Yeah. yeah. We knew it was all every other Saturday. We'd go to Tilly's <laughs> house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It means we get five bucks. And she always insisted my dad paid us, even though we didn't work. Oh. Yep. She was the sweetest old lady. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't want to be rude to call her an old lady, but you know, I <laughs> yeah, was like eight I, or nine. She was young. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, at my age, when I, you know, had last seen her, she was eight or nine and she, you know, I guess I don't want to be rude. Oh, oh yeah. no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> yeah, she was she was a sweetheart. Yeah. She really was. Um, so you got here, and then you had to go through some some training. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I had talked to Tian, and uh, I was trying to get into my Rolodex and remember the, the yeah. timeline of everything. But uh, she had asked me, she said, you know, you've been driving for, for a couple months. You know, you, you were eligible to get on our kind of, I guess, rushed yeah, way, you know, just do a refresher, yeah. you know, and I was like, you know what, me being me, and I came from such a training heavy background that to me, it was extremely important for me to know everything that I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. everything that was expected of me and everything about everything, about everything that I wanted to know. Mm. And I didn't have that sense of, I know what that is. I know what that is. I know what yeah. that is. And I was like, you know what, let's just start completely over. I don't care if it takes six months. I don't care if it takes a year. I don't care because I want to get behind that wheel and know that I'm confident in my skill. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be trained correctly and I want to make it home to my family every week. Oh, and then I met Bobby. Wow. And you oh. think that that comes from like the EMT background? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, that's all we did was Because that's people's lives. Yeah, so if you we, don't know what you're doing. You know, I train for stuff that, you know, I honestly don't ever want to see. Oh. But, you know, if it comes down to it, I've got that training. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely correlate that. Have you uh, ever had an experience in the truck where you saw an accident and you had to get out and help or anything? Yeah, I was actually uh, uh, going down to uh, Woodhill to the pilot there, and there was a guy that was like halfway on the shoulder and halfway in the lane, and he was just pulled over, engine running, and he was slowly rolling forward. So I rolled uh, kind of ahead of him on the ramp, and I got out, and he was uh, passed down at the wheel. There was nobody else. Everybody was just driving by him, driving by him, in the same lane driving by him, you know, almost hitting him. So I was able to, you know, push his car kind of off to the side and see what was going on. And uh, turns out, you know, my EMT brain flicked that switch. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, this guy's having a diabetic crisis. You know, he's cold and clammy and, oh. you know, he's lethargic. And I was like, okay, well, time to go back to what I used to do. Yeah. Yeah, I called uh, 911 and got him the help he needed. And oh. one of the uh, police officers actually drove his car over to the pilot there. So, oh. you know. I, mean, I was able to get him up enough before the medics got there and give yeah. him a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. you had that, a peanut butter sandwich on you? In the truck, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was that was kind of our thing on the ambulance, you know, peanut butter is like a superfood. Yeah. So we'd always just feed diabetics uh, peanut butter sandwiches if they could take food. And yeah. uh, that's what I gave him. And he was, you know, kind of like he got his butt kicked. But, oh. yeah, he was doing pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's... That was just another day. Whatever. It is what it is. Not, nothing I ain't done it's before. All, it's all part of the yeah. day in the life. Of. Yeah. I, you know, well, we're a whole bunch of different masks, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, tell me about then your experience um, together. What was he like? Your third trainee or fourth? Fit, like. Go back. It was it three years ago? Two years ago. 
Two. Two. Uh, two, two and a half, something like that. So I would have had probably about five, four or five trainers or trainees before him. Okay. But, uh, and he came along and actually like with his background on wanting to, uh, to learn everything, critique yeah. everything, he actually taught me a lot. Oh. On, on how to be a better trainer. Okay. Because he was so formatted. Yeah. That it made my format of how I go about training people that much better. Okay. Because he nitpicked little things that I didn't think was very important. Because uh-huh. I coming from a tro- you know farmer's background. Yeah. I was, you know, every day. I, just I, do I was, it because you do it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how we do it. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. To me, I'm, have, I'm a why guy. Yeah. Why, why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm going, well, you should have enough common sense to know to do that. Well, he wants to know why you got to do that. Yeah. You know? There's always a reason. To me, there's always a reason. You know? Yeah. So, like, can you give an example of, like, something maybe that he pointed out that you improved on? Uh, well, I kind of pointed out to him, but he made more sense of why to do it. He brought up another, because when I hook up to a trailer, once you drop the bags, get back under and check the fifth wheel, raise back up and, and hook, when I put my airlines on, I always go back to the cabin and release my brakes. Well, my father always taught me that. He says, when you're doing your walk around, you're putting air to the tank on the tandem, so if you need to adjust your slide or anything it's mm-hmm. already charged so you're not walking all the way around then you gotta wait for it again well and him and his brain that he's got he's like well yeah but you can also hear for leaks too like well you know i never thought about that oh, <laughs> okay like so he does two things on one yeah yeah hmm. that's awesome. not a huge you know save the world event <laughs> <laughs> but it's common sense and sure I've done it a million times, and yeah, yeah and then you do hear leaks, but I never put two and two together. Well, if I wouldn't have the mm-hmm. the brakes released, I wouldn't have heard that leak. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so you know, training together is it is it awkward in the beginning? Like, hey, you're gonna share this space with me. We're you know each got our own bunk. Is that <laughs> is that uncomfortable? Or well, have you ever babysit yeah a child before? Yeah, like, and don't really know the child. Uh, yeah. Like, like a friend's kid. Sure. You know the kid, but you don't know so the kid. So you're saying you were babysitting him? Well, at first, that's <laughs> probably, at, you know, at first I it's kind yeah. of that way because they're basically, I always call them, they're, they're clay in my hands. They went to the school and they got enough training to yeah. get to here, and I'm here to mold that clay into uh-huh. an a awesome truck driver. Yeah. So when that clay gets to you, it's got that form, but it's not done yet. Mm-hmm. It's like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to mold it and you know, be kind to it and teach it. And, sure. And it's like your own little Put love into love. it, Bobby. So you need them and you tell them you're my clay. Pretty much, yeah. yeah you said, so you said that all the time. Aww. And it made sense. You know, in my, my brain, it made sense. Yeah. The first week's always kind of awkward because you don't know each other and you're in a itty bitty truck yeah right? six they're, by they're, six space and i yeah. don't mean itty bitty is and we don't have nice vehicles we have some mm-hmm. of the best equipment on the on the market right now but when you got two people in that little room it gets it gets a little tight it gets a little tight yeah so you you got to be comfortable within yourself and comfortable with having somebody else around uh-huh. and you learn real quick if uh your personalities match and even if they don't match you just there's nothing wrong. you got to change your ways a little bit for you sure. know on yeah, that's, that's what I've learned being a new trainer is you have to almost adapt to them versus mm-hmm. forcing them to adapt to you. Yeah. They've got so much going on upstairs. Yeah, they're, they're so stressed, yeah. you know, coming out of a, like if they went to school, mm-hmm. they were bombarded with all that for four plus weeks and then orientation bombarded with everything here for that a week and then, yeah. bam, we're, we're going trucking. Yeah, well, it's, and, you know, the, the so, anxiety factor mm-hmm. of, you know, my, I have to perform at a level that I don't know how to perform at to keep my job. Yeah. Like, well, that's not really the case here. You know, yeah. you're allowed a little bit of leniency to yeah. to a point. You know, yeah, you can't go baja and off into the medians. You know, <laughs> but you know, if you don't know everything, that's expected. That's yeah. why you're a student. You know, yeah. so you don't have to perform at at peak. Yeah, you know, that's what we're there to kind of put the bumpers up while you're bowling, if you will. You okay. Know? It's like my first week with my my trainees. I take guys a this is the week we're going to hit the brakes a little bit everything's been going 100 mile an hour to right here so let's hit the brakes and kind of build you down a little bit then we'll build you back up this next three weeks okay yeah Mm -hmm. let's go back to the basics and then we'll come back up yeah yeah that's what that's what we did the first couple days we pretty much you know he eagle-eyed me everything i did 
And if I was doing it right, he wouldn't say anything. And if I was doing it wrong, you know, he wouldn't come off and be mean about it. Yeah. He would say, you know, I see why you're doing this or I see that you're doing this. Let's do it this way. You know, and his Bobby's huge thing was routine. Okay. It was a routine. And for me, that was really easy to fall into. Okay. Because, you know, I'm a flow chart guy. You know, if this happens, go to this. Oh. If this doesn't happen, go to that. You know, okay. that's how my brain works. Having been an EMT. So that was yeah. easy to conform to that. He was like routine, 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 routine. Okay. And that was his huge thing. Of all the things he ever said, the one word he always said was routine. That and Clay. He said Clay a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. You said Clay a lot. <laughs> and shout out to Clay in recruiting, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh Clay. Clay. He actually helped me with the hours of service fiasco I had the other day. Aww. So If he listens to this, he'll be so honored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My boy, Clay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, was there anything? Um, it was it. Two weeks, four weeks. How long did you guys spend together? Uh, it was seven a total of seven. Seven, yeah, seven all together. Okay. I'd actually re- we did our four. You know, my first initial mandatory four. Yeah. And then I came back to Tian. I was like, man, me and Bobby are having a blast. I want to, you know, have my second round go out my month, and then yeah. when I come back from my second round, I want to go out west with Bobby. Aww. Like I don't want to go with anybody else. <laughs> and I know Bobby. He knows me. Yeah. He knows where I'm at. We don't have to start. From bare minimum again. again. Yeah. So let's just do that. Bobby knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get it from Bobby. So, yeah. which my wife, bless her heart, she cooks all weekend long. I've for heard my about guys. this. And yeah. I, I can attest I wanna, to this. this uh, is, yeah. So let, tell me about yeah, that. It's true. Uh, most of my trainees come back on their second run with me and request me back. And I'm not going to say it's because of me. I think it's because of my wife's cooking. <laughs> so, what, what did she make? Oh, she's she got to where she's uh, got her walk and does Chinese food, and uh, <laughs> she's getting all into it. She loves doing it. It Aww. cooks up. Well, this week we had a bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers stuffed chicken breast and smothered pork chops and gravy with mashed potatoes. And wow. Corn and green. Has she always done this, or did it recently start? Or? It started, well, I made a deal with myself when I went out. Excuse me. When I went out with my first trainer, the deal was you go to a school for like an orientation for a week, then yeah. you go out with a trainer for a week, and then you go on orientation for a week, and you're out on your own. That's yeah. it. You get a week of drive, five days with a guy to teach you how to do this stuff. Ooh. And uh, coming off that 16 weeks of you know being down with a you know medical injury, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of money in my pocket. Mm. And I didn't know how I was going to eat out on the road for this week and this and that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got to my trainer's truck, and he's opening the door, just throwing in Walmart bags. I'm like, wait, this guy eats a lot. Because <laughs> I'm not <laughs> expecting him to help me any. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I'll help you. And started throwing stuff in the truck. And we got going down the road, and he was like, you hungry? You need something to eat? And I was like, oh, man, I, I, you know, I'll take care of myself. And he was like, no, this is for you. Oh. So I always told myself that if I ever get an opportunity to become a trainer, yeah, I'm going to help my trainees out as well out on the road. Make sure, if, at least for one thing, you're not going to stress about being hungry. Mm-hmm. And wow. told the wife about that, and she's like, "Start the oven." <laughs> <laughs> now I'm buying her six hundred dollar pans. Out well for her. Yeah, you opened a can of worms there, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. She just bought a three thousand dollars stove last night. Look what, what? you did! Our stove went out last weekend. So. Okay, so yeah. it was just like a. <laughs> yeah, look what you did! Mm-hmm. You created a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite meal that she makes? I would have to say is probably my favorite is her uh, shepherd's pie. Oh. And I love shepherd's pie, and she yeah. makes the best shepherd's pie I've ever had. Okay. Yeah, that's just like a comfort food in my mm-hmm. mind. It's just. Big old comfort food. Now, I had one trainee, uh, Tim Bryant. Uh, he had her goulash, and he liked it so much that he wanted it the next week. And she's like, I'm not cooking you guys the same thing the week after. And he, he actually paid her oh. to make him <laughs> goulash for the next week. <laughs> so he liked the goulash. <laughs> Is that like a, a pasta or soup? Yeah, the elbow macaroni. It's, it's kind of a cross between what you say. It's like spaghetti and chili. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like a, like a real thick chili. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really good. No, I've never had hers. So, but. do you ask before? Like, do you have any allergies that we need to be? Mm-hmm. You do. Yep. Wow. Yeah, she's pretty professional about yep. this. Thing. She make sure you find out when you're getting a trainee. Make sure they got any allergies or allergic to anything. Or yeah. 
Yeah, she don't mess around. <laughs> she loves and have you kept them at your house, too? Like not, not all night, okay. but usually like on the weekends, if some of them live far away and they got to come to Jacksonville and stay in a hotel, you know, I've yeah. been in that before, you know, a town never been before. And yeah, unfortunately Jacksonville's area where the hotels are at, there's nothing to eat except for like a subway and a Taco John's. What you know, is that? It's a worse than Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I always tell them. Slender. Easy. <laughs> hey, they're told. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> we'll edit that out. But, uh, I always tell them they're more than welcome to come over and hang out at the house on the weekends. We're usually barbecuing and dogs playing, throwing horseshoes or doing something entertaining. Yeah. If the weather's nice. So they're always more than welcome to come hang out with the family. And yeah. Always have friends come. My, my house is kind of the house where everybody hangs out on the weekends. Okay. And, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, talking about. <clears throat> time off the road why why driving if you're away from home so often why why drive i like to think it's a necessary evil you know yeah. there's just some things in life that just because you don't want to do them doesn't mean that they don't need to be done okay and while it is extremely difficult and of all the things that i struggle with personally uh-huh. with this job and my family and my friends and all the relationships that I have to maintain and anywhere from 34 to 48 hours off of the road. Yeah. The, the biggest thing that I personally struggle with is, is being away and okay. it, it's, it's hard. It's, it was really easy at first. Yeah. Like when I first started with, with Bob training with Bobby, it was really easy because I had a one track mind, you know, yeah. I'm here. This is my orientation. All I have to do is concentrate on driving this truck and you know getting us both back home safely learning as much as i can learn and you know just being the best that i can be while still learning yeah well now to me the most important thing is to get back home you know yeah. i I'm, I'm not the world's greatest truck driver i'm not god's gift to trucking you know <laughs> i i still have a, a lot to to do and to learn and to grow into yeah before I can even come close to making that statement, which sure. probably never happened anyway. But, yeah. you know, the one important thing that I can do is just get back home because, you know, I'll try again next week. You know, yeah. I'll learn something new next week, you know, go to a different place next week, put myself in a position to learn next week. Mm-hmm. And it, it is. It, it, there's no good answer for it. There really isn't. Yeah. Because, you know, all good things come with sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you can't you want and want and want. Sacrifice a little yeah. bit of what you got to do to better yourself and, and yeah. prosper forward. But do you think too, like, since you get less time at home, like it means so much more to you when you're there? Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, there's yeah, there's all the time like I'm on the road. I feel like you just take it for granted so much. Like if you were always home every night, like you wouldn't yeah. actually understand yeah, like how important. A lot it of is. my friends that that are home nightly, I get home on the weekends. Like, hey, you want to go over here to go out to eat and and stop by here for a movie or something? Like, no, nah. <laughs> no I want to <laughs> sit in my good. kitchen and play cards with my wife you know, and pet my dogs and yeah. enjoy my home time because come a couple more hours, I got to head out. Yeah. yeah, it's a you know you get that load on the weekend that comes through your phone or something. In my mind, all it is just a countdown clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I got six hours left with them, and then I got to go to bed. I got to do groceries. I got to do laundry. Yeah. You know, I got to get prepped for the next week. Yeah. And it's it's like a looming shadow over you because you know what's coming. Yeah. And whether or not you want to go out, it doesn't really matter. You have a job to do. So. Yeah. And it, it kind of flips a little bit to where your home time is your job, and your job turns into your home time. Cause you're more in that truck than you are at home mm-hmm. and that's where you you get to where you feel more natural in that truck you like come sunday evening i'm, I'm ready to go back out yeah, <laughs> I got, yeah to me it's about three days and i'm like oh, I'm ready, ready to go back out yeah then, so you you like it though you do oh to do this job you have to have a passion for it okay it's a blessing and a curse yeah you no know, it really is you have to enjoy what if you don't enjoy what you're doing you don't need to be doing it anyway yeah. Once that, uh, if you enjoy your work, you'll never work. There you go. Uh, yeah, that, whatever that saying is. Yeah. But, you know, we're paid travelers. Yeah. We, we yeah. get to go to the places that people have to take time off of work and go to vacation. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we get to see it through the windshield, but I've seen places that anybody in this company has never seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen places that I've never seen. Yeah. You know, I've been to all the states I can go to, and, you know, I got some of my favorites, but yeah. I can be like, yeah, I've been, I've been everywhere. Yeah. In over two years, I've been everywhere. Wow. So, do you have any like favorite spots where you're like, oh, I just hope they send me on a load here? Uh, 
We have to go talk about food again here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> there's a little barbecue shop just north of. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the. I just had it in my brain. Corinth, Mississippi. And it's nothing special, a little hole in the wall looking barbecue shop. And whenever I get around that, I've got to stop and get some ribs. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they got the barbecue sundae with some uh, potato salad. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like my. I made it there as my A barbecue sundae with potato salad? Well, you get the potato salad on the side, and the barbecue sundae's got pulled pork, slaw, and baked beans all in wow. one cup. Okay. It's good. It sounds better. <laughs> okay. Do you remember when we went out to Wyoming? You were like, oh, man, we have got to play, get a place and park here and go out to the Cowboy Cafe. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Cafe. Yeah, yeah, you remember that? And we were, like, looking forward to it for, like, three or four days all the way out there. And I'm like, man, I've driven past that place a million times, the place I used to work. Never stopped. I was like, we're going to stop. I'm mandating a stop. I'm executive decision. We're going to stop. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. You're the boss. my rules. Yeah. You're the boss. Whatever. And you remember how that panned out? It wasn't as good as we thought. It was gross. Yeah. Oh, no. The word you're looking for is gross. And I heard from, <laughs> for the four yeah. years I drove before him, all the old school drivers, man, you get out there, you got to go to the Cowboy Cafe. Yeah. You got to stop by the Cowboy Cafe. Yeah, it wasn't all cracked up to be. <laughs> Any future that? drivers out there, don't wait. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Just drive on past. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a side note tangent. You know, it's fine. Um so I'm really wondering, though, during your time together, do either of you have any embarrassing stories about one another you'd like to share? Nah. <laughs> Go ahead, Bobby. No, no, please. I know you're just bursting at the seams to tell to this, this one. Yeah. Go ahead. You've been re- you're just going over. How am I going to present this in, like, Ryan's storytelling fashion? <laughs> that was our last week together, too, wasn't it? Which time? <laughs> the temper tantrum. Uh, oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, I was off on something else. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can no, tell please. Long, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, we were at, it was in Davenport, where was that? Standard Forwarding, the drop yard. Yeah. Wasn't that, that the old one? Mm-hmm. The really crappy, you know, there's potholes everywhere. Just yeah. awful drop yard. Oh, no. And I don't... Real rough gravel drop yeah, yard. Yeah, you know, you just bounce you out of your seat kind of thing. Well, I don't exactly remember. You were on the phone, and this was, what, three, week three or week four? I, I knew how to drop a trailer. It's something I can, you know, I've, I've done a million oh, times. Yeah, and my one major mistake. three because it was a Friday. That's right. We were trying to go home. Yeah, now I remember. So we get up to the drop yard and I find the spot that I want to put this trailer. It's, it's right up front. He's, I think you're working on a different load or, or working on this load, trying to get it picked no, up. So we can get our, our load home. Yeah, so we can get, trying to get home. So we've we got a couple split. hours left. It's like, oh, we can make it, but, you know, things have to go right. I perfectly, right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, you know, let's do this. Let's get home. We've been gone all week. You know, Bobby, I like him, my buddy, but I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense. <laughs> but uh, so we're doing that and we're engaging with each other while I'm trying to do something else. While I was still new at driving and my routine was there, but it wasn't so hard locked that I could do it with a blindfold kind of thing, you know, yeah. just, just without, with breathing. That's, you know, wasn't yeah. to that point. As a trainer, I was seeing his routine was so on par that yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I could venture over here and get this done while he did yeah. that for so, a second. I didn't yeah. But you were in a pothole pit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, he was he was doing his thing, and I, I should have done my thing. There's no guilt here that Bobby can even hope oh, to yeah, claim. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. So anyway, we, we start engaging. He's asking me a question. I, I don't remember the whole deal. Well, anyway, I had put the landing gear down. And then I went to release uh, the kingpin and then pull out. All of a sudden, they heard boom. I'm like, oh my God, what was that? And as soon as I heard the hiss, I knew exactly what it was. I knew without a doubt, I just ripped the glad hand seals off, like just completely murdered them. <laughs> and I popped the brakes and I get out there and the hose just hissing. I'm like, yep. <laughs> So well, was that fixable though? Like honestly? it was. Yeah. It was just. It was one of those, you know, face palm moments. Uh, you know, like, man, we're trying to get home. <clears throat> we don't need this. Time anyway. Yeah. Now we get to take the time to call the yeah. shop, have them get all the place where we can go get this fixed. If we have yeah. enough air to get to where we got to go, do they have to come to us? Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, that was probably one of a three second mistake in yeah. your whole week. But it was one of my strongest learning moments as a student. Okay. It was that one really hit me profoundly. 
because I then realized, yeah, Bobby was right. Routine is, is everything. Okay. And from that point on, my mental checklist every single time, even today, every single time. Yeah. You know, I'll take a look, check, check, and recheck. Yeah. So you know, what, what would you, what were you supposed to do? Take the glad hands off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple thing. You know, one you, of these. You yep. get out of the truck and your routine is take your glad hands off first. Yeah. Uh. Then put down your landing gear. Well, and it, it's happened to everybody. There's not a driver out there that can say they probably never have done this. Yeah. So, and it is a good learning lesson. Yeah, it, you never end up doing it again. No, it weighed heavy on me because I realized but, he was right. Yeah. yeah. He was absolutely right. You get right. yourself in a hurry, which hurry equals hurt. If you get in a hurry, you can hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. But you get in that mental thinking of, you know, I got this amount of time. If I hurry up, I can get home. Mm -hmm. I don't have yeah. to do another 10 hour in the truck, three hours or three miles from, from home because I can't make, you know. And you miss that one step. Mm -hmm. And he just walked past the glad hands and lines and put down his landing gear and finished his walk around and hopped in the truck and pulled forward. I've done it. I, I, like I said, I, there's probably not a driver out there that hasn't. Yeah. Yep. That was a profound learning moment for me. Yeah. But the, the reason that most drivers out there that have done it is because they were in a hurry. Yep. They mm -hmm. didn't think about every single step that needs to be done before mm -hmm. the main step happens. Yeah. Yep. Well. So that's my story. <laughs> and what was yours, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby, please. <laughs> Pave well, the way here. Apparently this one stuck with me a little bit more <laughs> than that. Uh, it would have been our fourth week. Yeah, that was. Uh, you went out by yourself. That was what Indianapolis, I think. I can't. Remember. I've never. I think it was Indy, and we were heading home. I was getting signed off. Ryan, here's a truck. And you have yeah. a good life speech. You know, it was one of them. I think that was That's it. That was like the last day. Even like week two, last day. There was snow on the ground. Yeah. Yep. So you guys were having like a, a special bonding moment of like. Oh, it was. It was, done. It was oh. all kinds of special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was like a, the definition of special. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you spend that much time with somebody in a, a little confined area like that, there are times that, you know, attitudes do come out. You know, there, there's all, it's like living with somebody. You're yeah. happy, sad, angry, mad. Yeah. And you go through all the emotions. And uh, usually towards the end of the of a training run, both parties are like, I just don't want to be away from you for a minute. <laughs> and we were kind of yeah. on that, but still being friends. But yeah. It was, we were both ready to be done. Done. Yeah. You know, no, no, like animosity towards each other, but it's yeah. like, you know, I'm ready to fly this coop. And Bob was like, you know, I'm ready, yeah, just I'm ready to solo time. The nest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for some solo time after a student kind of deal. So yeah. we were right on that cusp of, all right, we're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No hard feelings, but you know, yeah. one of them. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I can, I can, I can positively attest to that this one particular moment in both of our life's timelines. Yeah. Is what made us friends. Yeah. Oh, this is what, okay. Yep. Let's what hear. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it ended up being a blindside backup, and he was kind of struggling with it a little bit. And I was just sitting in the passenger seat because he was on his last week. And yeah, and you, you, you know do you, man. Yep. And uh, he kept fighting, he kept fighting, and I kept looking in the mirror. I was like, turn the other way. Turn the other way. Turn the other way. And I kind of said the third time, kind of loud. He stopped, hit the brakes, and got back in the back of the bunk. and Man, Bobby, we were doing so good, and now we're going to be like this. I thought we were friends. Now you're yelling <laughs> at me. And Bobby, I was like, look, if you never got in an argument with a buddy of yours, then he's not your real buddy. <laughs> you know? yeah. That was uh, – We, we yeah. agree to disagree. <laughs> that was challenging. It was one of those big, huge, long dumpsters on my blind side. Yeah. And then on the left side, it was a cliff. Mm. So like, – Like a, a like, cliff. Yeah, like – don't yeah, go down there. Yeah, dropped it would have dropped the trailer over. Yeah, we rolled it. Yeah, it was possibly it was hairy the truck over. And I was extremely nervous. Like, I don't think I've ever been nervous. And I've been in some hairy situations in Peoria. I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever been that nervous. Ooh. And I fought him. That's was what happened. I didn't yeah. trust Bobby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I fought him and fought him and fought him because my my whole opinion towards it was. Bobby, you're not going to be here next week. I have to learn how to do this by myself. Um, you know, what am I going to do by myself? And I'm getting out and I'm looking and I'm doing all this. I'm moving my mirror out. I'm looking in the window and I'm doing everything I'm trying to do. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't trusting Bobby and his experience and, and him telling me how to do it. I was trying to figure it out by myself. I was being yeah. stubborn about it. And he called me on it. He's like, you know, that's enough. 
And I did. I went back and I sat on the bed and I pouted like a little baby. <laughs> I did. I will proudly own that. So you know? who, who I'm doing it. it? Yeah, they talk about other moments. <laughs> I'm owning yeah, that I moment. Yeah, I did. Yep. So did, did you end up doing the backing? Nope. nope. He finished it up. He finished. No, nope. I saddled up and uh, I listened to Bobby and we got in there as straight as you can get a trailer. Oh. So, and it was uh, it was a weird ride home. But it only took about an hour. We got outside of Indy, and it yeah. was Are old times. Are you still mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I have, I have a profound amount of respect for Bobby. So Aww. for him not to be my friend would be would be a major deficit in my life. Yeah. So Bobby's my sounding board. He really Aww. is. So Tian did a fantastic job getting me a trainer. Yeah. And she's like, I was talking to her today, and she's like, this is this is how it's supposed to happen. You know, this is the evolution of trainer and student, <laughs> and then he grows up, and it's like a generational kind of thing. You know, yeah. like this is the evolution right here. So. And he's well, well, you went flatbed, and that kind of hurt your scorecard a little. Oh bit yeah, bit. yeah, that tanked it big time. Him and about four other trainees are starting to catch me on the scorecard, and that's my goal. Okay. And tell every trainee that, you know, here in the next couple of years, I want to see your name above mine. Yeah. I want you to be out here better than I am. Wow. Yeah. And then I mean, maybe they'll get a cake or something. Mine was a steak dinner. And a matter of fact, I bring it up. I haven't been owed because you told me that I could not get platinum in my first year anniversary with being in the training program because I didn't start. That's right. I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. And you still want me to steak dinner. Oh, you dinner. hit platinum your first year? Yeah. I, my, first, my year mark or like my month anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you can't do that. You got your scorecard and your trainee. You don't even start logging it. I was like, you know what, Dad? Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just Dad, just because you said that, I'm going to do it. You know? Yeah. There's that reverse psychology. And I did. You know, I did. I called Dale and, and Rick and Kevin every two weeks, 9 a.m. every two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, Dale's like, do this, do this. Rick's like, do that, do this. Yeah. And I did. And I got platinum. Wow. And as soon as that happened, I snapped a little photo. Oh, you got to have them make you a steak dinner. You know, yeah. Them get all that. Pass, the, <laughs> pass the buck off to somebody else. <laughs> You're lucky I bought a new grill. You can come over this, uh, this spring. I'll cook you a good steak. Aw. Yeah, fine idea. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, people like Rick and Dale and Bobby, is there anyone that you guys have in your life that you really look up to or you want to emulate? Oh, mine's the, the the two men I grew up in my life. I'm a father and my brother. Mm. They, uh, I wouldn't have the work ethic that I'd have now if I didn't sit and watch those two men mm. be men. Yeah. And and control family, you know, the, the family man, and, and and have faith and and raise beautiful kids and raise mm. beautiful families and, and provide. Uh, I don't know where or what I'd be doing if I didn't have that kind of influence in my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. You know, I'd probably say, you know, of all the years, I turned 35 last week. Okay. And of all the years, I don't think I've ever been asked this question. So I never had an opportunity to, to tell people that. You know? Yeah. Most people in their seven, eight years old, I want to be like Superman. <laughs> I want to be that fireman, you know. Mine is, is probably, honestly, probably my dad. Mm-hmm. He, uh... Like just like Bobby, he's he spent so much time working, and I missed a lot of time with my dad. Mm. But there were so many kids at my house, my brothers and my sisters, that my mom had to stay home. You know, yeah. Back in the days that you could do that. Yeah. And so that's how I grew up. You know, saying, oh, you know, you know, mom stays home with the kids. You know, she does the mom stuff. You yeah. know, and dad goes to work. Dad, dad works here, but he also works here and here and here. Yeah. And if you misbehave, there is at some point. During the day, your time schedule is going to overlap, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> you know, it, it might be five minutes in passing, but yeah. you're going to hear about it. And I try to really emulate my dad. Yeah. And he, it didn't matter what he had to do. If he had to do it, it got done. Mm. It didn't matter wh- how hard it was, what the job was. You know, yeah. He either knew how to do it, knew how to find somebody to do it, or mm. knew how to get a book to figure it out to do it. Wow. And the self-reliance of, of my dad was... And the work ethic, just like Bobby was saying, the work ethic behind my dad is is really what keeps me out there and, you know, trying to trying to teach my son. Hey, man, you know, nobody can win the lottery every day. You know, yeah. nobody steps in the money. You know, we all have a part to play and a life to live. Yeah. So, you know, even if you don't want to do it, doesn't mean it doesn't need to be done. I mean, you yeah. know, sometimes we got to do things that we don't want to do. So 
don't want to be away from them. And you get what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you if you wake up every morning and and you put your care face on, you know, good things will come. And I can attest to that. I really can. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Um, I had a question for you. You always have something on your hat. What oh, is this? Yeah. yeah. My fishing hook. Your fishing hook? Yeah, in case I get stranded in the woods, <laughs> I got a little fishing hook. Is that true? No, like, it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could, you know, if you're really in that situation, but now it's just like a hat adornment thing. Okay. What I, had I don't know if it's like your an identity thing, of like I'm a fisherman, so I always wear Oh, it was just something hook. that's just a habit. I've okay. had all the hats I've ever owned have had it. Yeah. When I used to have free time, I used to fish all the time. Okay. But I guess there's a new thing now with having a metal toothpick through your hat over here. A metal toothpick? Yeah. I, my niece, Angelica, works yeah. out in the shop. Oh, she does, yeah. And her and her boyfriend all wear them. Mm. Do they use it? No. It's just For like a hat, a hat pin type decorative thing. I, huh. We'll okay. have to... Ask her next week. Bring her, bring her, her in their here. metal toothpick. Get her in here now. <laughs> She's in Troy in training. Oh, is she up there again? Yeah. 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 Is this her first round of doing that, or that'll be her second week? But I think she's no, it'll be her third week. Okay. She was parking the, a trailer in the yard dog the other day. She's getting really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my last question is if. You had to, um, yeah, if there was someone that was considering new spawn and um, a new driver, too, never driven before, is it, what, what advice would you give to them? Oh, to, to take the opportunity. Uh, he's thinking him coming out of school, and even though he worked for another company, but still being able to come here and the, these guys and, and ladies that were getting out of school, fresh from school, take every opportunity that this place has to offer to you as a, mm-hmm. You're not coming to a job. You're coming to a family. Yeah. A career. Yeah. You know, this ain't just a job. There's, um, yeah, a like, lot of growth potential here. Yeah. And uh, like the older drivers and will understand that you know, back when you used to have to have like five years experience or one year experience. And mm-hmm. now you're able to come to this, you know, basically the best company in the United States as mm-hmm. we look at it. Uh <laughs> yeah, okay, there is right. some trophies and up need, there, need but we, say we don't have I mean, to throw yeah. 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 it Just be blessed to know that you've got this opportunity in front of you and, and soak it up, take yeah. every minute you can. Don't squander it. As yeah. I wish I would have been smart enough to do this 20-some years ago Yeah. and been surrounded with a company and the people that we have here. And it's just, words really can't explain it. It's just a blessing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much more to add. I mean, Bobby hit the nail on the head there. Just so. there's the mic drop yeah, don't, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't squander it. I mean, working this place changed my life. Mm-hmm. It really did. And not, you know, never mind about the whole financial, you know, we, we get compensated very well yeah. for what we do and the sacrifices that we make. Yeah. But that is not the reason no. I come here every day. Okay. I, I come here because I feel safe here, you know. Yeah. I used to work a lot of jobs. Yeah. yeah. I used to work a lot of jobs. Like you know, family. You can show up, and they're like, oh, Ryan, I don't like the color of socks you have on. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Not here. <laughs> Not here. I, I feel safe here. You know, this feels like feels like a career here. Yeah. You know, whether well, I don't know what branch I'll be in, you know, be in the office, be in the bullpen, be back here doing this in 10 years. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but the opportunity, the sky's the limit. I can do whatever I want to do. You know, if I have interest in it and I work hard and I get something that I want, I can get it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a fantastic opportunity. Really yeah. Is. I mean, there is no other greener pasture. Okay. This is the, the green pasture surrounded by death and decay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really is because I've seen we we're out there all the time. Yeah. And we see tons and tons and tons of companies, and it's always the, the same kind of big ones. You know, you start getting a notice, and you're like, oh man, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a good driver that works for them or someone who's not rushed and in a hurry and right. in a bad attitude or. You know, doing right. something or just really poor appearance. You know, they've been there for thirty years. And yeah, nowhere else to yeah. go. Or and they have no sense of professionalism at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, again, what Bobby told me when I started. You know, we're truck drivers, and yeah, that used to mean something different than what it means today, and yeah, and whatever. But you know, take a little bit of pride in your work. You know, yeah. then Bobby's big thing was me being straight in the dock. I still do that to the students that I have. Yeah. and I made one particular one. Over in Pennsylvania, he pulled in and pulled out of the dock, swear, like 12 to 15 times because he just could not get it straight. 
And I said, well, you're a professional. Get that, get that truck straight. Yeah. You know, figure it out. Yeah. I'm not going to help you with it. You figured that problem out. Yeah. You know, yeah. taking That's a little bit of pride. It, especially with the training situation, you know, if, if you're not going to take the extra two or three minutes to make that truck exactly perfect and you're okay with it, then you're okay with not being a, as best as you can be. Mm-hmm. And get those guys in the dock, and look, you know, is, 45 in the dock. It's a big, uh, huge alleyway. <laughs> if, parking you're, if you're going to strive to be the best as you can be, your name's on that. Yeah. But your actions are what you do inside that truck. Newsbomb's name's on the side of that. You know, one thing when I had to go learning that, I had to get the truck straight. And he pulled me out of the truck, and you're like, "Would you want to show your grandma that?" Mm. <laughs> I was like, "I won't be proud of you, all crooked." No, I wouldn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know that that resonated with me. It really did. Yeah. You know, take a little bit of pride in your job, which yeah. was an easy. It was easy to transfer that from the firehouse. Yeah, I was like, "All right, I can step right into that." You know, yeah. I put a uniform on for ten years over there. So yeah, cool. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> it was easy. Uh. Well, I think that is all I have for you guys, and I'm so thankful that we got to talk and got to hear some of your interesting <laughs> stories. Yeah. And you do um, like a volume two, <laughs> yeah, tons of them, you know. Yeah. And yeah, thank you guys for being willing to to train new students and um, yeah. pay it forward. I mean, thank I you got. for the opportunity. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. I was blessed being able to come here and, and make a good career and. And I'm blessed being able to help other people in the footsteps of doing it for, on their own, their own too. Yeah. So it's, it's just, a great circle of life. Footsteps or road tracks. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I just wish tracks. that they would listen. And I've tried to say the same things to like new, new people. Yeah. And it's almost like they think I'm lying, you know, just mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm trying to keep them here. Trapped <laughs> in the dungeon, you know. There's so many bells and whistles that go around this, this world right now that, you yeah. The, the truth almost doesn't sound like the truth anymore. So you got to explain yeah. that. Well, I mean, look at any other company. You know, really tell awesome you, place. Yeah, they'll tell you whatever they need to tell you just mm-hmm. to get yeah. you in the door. Not this place. Yeah. Exactly what Joe told me is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. There there was no embellishment at all. Yeah. Oh, and that I'm grateful for. So, Joe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, <laughs> that is the truth. I've been uh, lied to before, good. and it's not cool. Very so. good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. See ya. Thank you as well. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. Nussbaum is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on Nussbaum's award-winning truckload services and top-paying driving careers, go to Nussbaum.com or NussbaumJobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then, go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, TerminalExchange.org.